Welcome back to Young Smart Money today. My name is Apple Crater, and since it is Friday, we are doing a flashback Friday. We are going back to a YouTube video. We're pulling out either a section or maybe even the entire video to share with you guys in the podcast today. So if you want to see the whole video or really get the full visual and audio experience, definitely head over to applecrater.com slash subscribe or youtube.com slash applecrater to catch that. Otherwise, enjoy the video. Otherwise, enjoy the podcast. This video is going to be talking about is how to invest your first $1,000 into index funds. And index funds are a very, very valuable way for you to start investing. So we're going to talk about what they are, what you need to look for in an index fund, and how you can use an index fund to basically multiply your money uh, with your first $1,000. And this is a very, very easy way to get started with investing, very minimal effort required, and very minimal knowledge required as well. So we're gonna hop right in and show you guys how to start investing very easily. So let's do it. First off, what is an index fund? Index funds, what we're talking about, what are they? So what an index fund is, is it's a collection of stocks. So a collection of stocks. Sorry about my handwriting, it is bad. Collection of stocks. So you've got this collection of stocks, you got a basket, you got a clump of stocks. And inside this clump, there are stocks from many different companies, many different sectors. It really depends on what this index fund is. So there are index funds that contain stocks from the utilities industry. There are uh, index funds that contain stocks from the technology industry. There are index funds that track the gold sector. There are index funds that track the entire market. There are index funds that track uh, international markets. And there are basically index funds for anything you could imagine. If there is a sector, if there's a market, if there is anything that you think has serious potential, I would be very surprised if you could not find at least five index funds tracking that thing. And what index funds are really, really good for, they're really good for diversification. So you're able to get exposed to stocks of literally thousands of different companies with just investing in one thing. So you buy this thing as if it was just a share of a company. So you buy it on a stock exchange, you buy it through Robinhood, through Fidelity, through your, whoever your stockbroker is. You buy a share of this index fund in the form of an ETF and you buy this and it trades just like a stock. You can trade in and out very easily. It's very liquid and you get diversification because you're exposed to so many different things. You can be exposed to literally thousands of companies in a certain sector with just one investment, which is great because it very much mitigates risk. So if one company spikes down, the other ones hold relatively constant. You're not gonna see a huge change in the share price. Whereas if you were just invested in that one company that spiked down, you were gonna be sitting at some very serious uh, losses in your investment. So that is a very big benefit of an index fund. Again, it's a set it and forget it type of investment. So you really just, you think there's an industry that's gonna do really well over the next five, 10 years, you buy, an, you buy a couple of shares of an index fund in that industry and you can just sort of sit on it for five to 10 years unless your opinion of that industry changes or whatever. But if it doesn't, you can really just sit on this investment and let it grow and come back to it um, in five, 10 years and you're gonna see massive, massive gains. So that is a great, great benefit of your index funds as well. 
And compared to other investment vehicles, um, like mutual funds, actively managed funds, stuff like that, uh, index funds are going to be very much have lower expenses than these other guys because they are passively managed. They don't change around very much. They sort of just track like, again, like an industry or a market or something like that. And they don't have to change very much. They don't have to rebalance all that often because they are just tracking an industry very passively. So it is a very great set it and forget investment with low expenses as well. So according to Warren Buffett, the index funds are the safe haven for retirement, which I completely agree with. I think they are a great, great way to um, start out a retirement portfolio. That is actually how I started out my retirement portfolio. How I started out my investing was through buying a couple of shares of an index fund in my Roth IRA, which you should definitely get one of those because they are going to help you massively. But through my Roth IRA, bought a couple of shares of an index fund, still have them, and they have been growing for me for quite some time now. So if you're looking for a set it and forget it way to retire, these are a great, great option for you. So now let's talk about what you need to look for in an index fund. So what you wanna look for in an index fund is first and foremost, you wanna look for that diversification. So you wanna make sure that this is tracking what you want it to be tracking, and you want to make sure diversification you want to make sure that it's tracking what you want to be tracking, whether that be stocks of a certain market cap, if you're looking to get exposure to some large cap stocks, some medium cap, some small cap stocks, uh, you want diversification in a certain area, you might want in a certain sector, say technology, say utilities, say um, I don't know, construction materials, stuff like that. You might want exposure to certain countries, you might want a uh, developing country um, exposure index fund if that's where you think the potential is you might want an emerging markets um, you might want something that tracks growth stocks or value stocks you um, got to decide what your um, diversification what you are looking to get out of this index fund what you want to be exposed to is the first thing that you're gonna want to look for in and index fund because there are so many different uh, types, so many different things that they're tracking. You gotta have an idea of what you're looking for before you go into it. Next thing you're gonna look at is the expense ratio. This is one is also very important, expense ratio. And this is how much you are going to be paying people to be in charge of your money. So there is somebody who is in charge of these index funds. However, they are not actively managed like a mutual fund, but there is still some entity in charge of keeping these things balanced, stuff like that. So there is gonna be some kind of fee for this. Generally, it's gonna be much, much lower than with a mutual fund. There's really no reason to be paying more than half a percent for your index fund for nine times out of 10. So look for that low expense ratio that is very important because this money is going to add up over time. Even if it is only half a percent over time, that is gonna make a huge, huge difference in the potential gains that you can have because of compound interest. So compound interest is going to massively, massively impact your returns and half a percent with compound interest can be very, very uh, life-changing. Can be a difference of like hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, over 40, 50 years, to be honest. Next, you wanna look at their holdings. So this sort of goes along with diversification, but you wanna look at exactly what um, their biggest holdings are. So what are they most heavily invested in? What companies, what stocks, what bonds are making up the majority of this index fund because those are going to have the most sway 
on where this thing moves. So if you see an index fund that tracks the market you want it to, but its top holdings are not companies that you think are gonna do great in the long term, then this might be an investment that you don't want to go through with. So you gotta make sure you know which companies exactly you are investing in with this index fund, not just the market that it's tracking, because there might be some companies in there that set off red flags for you and that you might not think are going to be great investments in the long term. And lastly, we wanna look for is past performance, but in relation to an index. So past performance is not obviously indicative of future behavior, but you wanna look at how well it has performed in relation to the market sector index that it has been trying to track. So if it's an S&P 500 index fund and it has been tracking the S&P 500 very accurately for the last, I don't know, 10 years, then this might be a good place for you to think about investing. However, if it is tracking, say, an industry like gold and gold has risen, um, I don't know, 38% over the last 10 years, and this stock has fallen 5% over the last 10 years, then you might wanna think, hmm, I don't know if this is actually doing a great job of tracking the sector that I want it to, and you wanna make sure that it is actually doing what it claims to be, and that it is actually going to get you returns on the market that you see as promising. So those are my top four things to look at in an index fund, and now let's look at how you buy some and what some actual index funds look like, what their numbers look like, what their investments actually look like. So let's hop into that. How do you buy some? Well, what you're gonna do is you're going to, usually what you're gonna wanna do is invest through your same uh, stock broker that you have your, I don't know, IRA or um, just brokerage account through. So for me, that is Fidelity and uh, also Robinhood, but the benefit of investing through your current broker is that uh, they're probably going to offer some index funds that have no um, commissions associated with them. So I know with Fidelity, there are like 75 index funds that I can choose from to invest in that they manage that they're not gonna charge me commissions on so I can freely trade in and out of them without having to pay large commissions, which is great, even though commissions on Fidelity are only like five bucks. But I mean, I would rather not be paying the five bucks in commission if I don't have to. So this is, should be like a somewhat consideration for you. Again, with Robinhood, you don't have to pay commissions on anything, so that's great. You can buy whatever index fund you want, but through your broker is usually gonna save you a little bit of money, maybe a lot in the long term. I don't know, depends on how many you buy, how often you get in and out. Really depends on your personal situation, but I would recommend going through your same broker. All right, so let's look at three different index funds. We're gonna compare them. We're gonna see what pros and cons they have against each other. So first one we've got is the index fund that I first started investing in. It is called O-N-E-Q, and it is a Fidelity um, Investments index fund that tracks the NASDAQ. So we're tracking the NASDAQ composite average, NASDAQ. All right, so with ONEQ, what we've got is we've got 7% in Apple, 6% in Microsoft, 5% in Amazon, 4% in cash, and 4% in Facebook. And we've got a 0.31% expense ratio, 0.85% dividend, and a 29% return over the last year. Next one we're gonna look at is VOO by Vanguard, and this tracks the S&P 500. All right, so I really hope you can read this. It did get a little bit messy, but all right, so our second one is VOO, and that tracks the S&P 500, 
and their holdings are very similar to ONEQ. Uh, 4% in Apple, 3% in Microsoft, 2% in Amazon, 2% in Facebook, and 2% in Johnson & Johnson. And their expense ratio is significantly lower than ONEQ, almost eight times lower actually, at a 0.04% with a 1.83% dividend, so pretty significantly higher than ONEQ, and a 22% on that one-year return. So that's VOO, and that is a Vanguard index fund. This one was a Fidelity, this one was a Vanguard. And this last one, IJS, is an iShares index fund. So iShares is a separate company. They are not a um, broker, to my knowledge. To my knowledge, they just um, produce index funds like this guy. And if you are a Fidelity customer, you can trade these for zero commissions. I'm not sure about any other platforms. Uh, of course, Robinhood is zero commissions regardless. But I know with Fidelity, these guys are also zero commissions. Sketchx, the S&P small cap 600, which is a collection of 600 uh, very uh, obviously small cap companies, not large cap companies such as Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, stuff like that. So this one's very different from the top two, which are large cap company tracking. This guy is small cap. And since none of the holdings were any uh, names that I knew, I just decided to write them up as um, categories so they uh, invest 20% in the financial sector, 19% in industrials, 15% in consumer discretionary spending, 13% in IT, and 7% in material spending. Their expense ratio is quarter percent, dividend at 1.41%, and an 11% return for the last year. So these guys are all slightly different in their diversification. So this top guy tracks the NASDAQ, this guy tracks S&P 500, so these guys are both large cap, obviously, and this is small cap. So if you're looking for a small cap investment, you would look here, and if you're looking for larger cap, you would look here. I didn't pick any that track certain sectors or anything like that, but there are lots that track certain sectors, so you can definitely look into those. There are stocks that track in developing countries as well. These guys are all US based. So all of these companies are going to be domestic companies. If you did want that international exposure, there are definitely index funds that can do that for you. So that was diversification. Now let's look at expense ratios. So we've got some um, pretty varied expense ratios here in terms of index fund expense ratios as far as they go. Our highest one obviously is with ONEQ here, who is tracking the NASDAQ through Fidelity and that is sitting at our highest expense ratio. So that is definitely something to consider when you're looking at an index fund is where their expense ratio is at. So we've got the highest one here, um, quarter percent still somewhere middle of the road, but VOO has got a very low expense ratio. And I'm not sure if that is consistent among Vanguard um, index funds. I haven't really looked into those uh, for very extensively since I do my investing through Fidelity. But if that is something that is um, consistent throughout Vanguard, index funds, I think that might be a really good place to look for some low expense ratio index funds to get you started with investing and to get you started with some very nice index funds. Next, moving into holdings. So I mean, very similar among the top two, lots of large cap companies. All of these are household names. You've definitely heard of Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, and Johnson & Johnson before. If you haven't, you've probably been living under a rock. And in terms of IJS, they're uh, very split up between a bunch of small cap companies. So that is something else to consider as well. And these two guys have tracked their indexes, their respective indexes pretty well over the past um, 
to over the past year, um, ONEQ has outperformed a little bit and VOO is pretty on track. So I'd say they're pretty good. I'm not actually sure how the uh, small cap 600 has performed over the last year. I would assume that uh, this is pretty representative of it just because iShares is a pretty reputable company. I'm pretty sure their index funds are doing a pretty good job at tracking their indexes. If not though, um, definitely if this isn't representative of the small cap 600, let me know in the comments below because I'd be very interested to know about that. But yeah, so I mean, that's pretty basic understanding of what an index fund is. Here's some basic examples, um, just so that you can see they track a bunch of different companies, each in very small quantities, and then um, they do charge you an expense ratio. All right, and then I did forget to mention dividends. Those are just gonna be quarterly payments to you as the shareholder just for holding these companies because some of these companies, such as Microsoft, are gonna be paying you dividends. And since they, since you are exposed to Microsoft, you are entitled to some of those dividends. So they're gonna be giving those out to you as well. And what I would recommend is what I do with my dividends from ONEQ is I just reinvest them. I use a DRIP, which is a dividend reinvestment program, which I will make a video about as well because that is a very, very good way to uh, take advantage of compound interest and get your compounding going even faster. So you definitely wanna be reinvesting your dividends, which is what you will do with these. And they're, yeah, they're just gonna pay these out to your brokerage account every quarter, but you can just choose to have them reinvested and buy more shares of the stocks that you're invested in with those dividends, if that is something that you would like to do. Otherwise, you can just take those, month, those quarterly payments as payments to you. So yeah, that's index funds in a nutshell for you. Um, that is really, that's the first place that I would recommend investing your first thousand dollars just because they are such a great way to diversify to ensure that you're getting those dividend payments and honestly just a well-rounded investment, set it and forget it. It's really just, it's, it's a great, great beginning investment because there's not a lot of background knowledge that you have to do. Just figure out your um, diversification, what you're looking to get invested in, what you're looking to get exposure in, what you want your holdings to be, and look at those expense ratios and you're basically good to go. There's not a lot of homework that you have to do when it comes to investing in index funds, which is really nice for the beginning investor who doesn't have a lot of time to go out and learn about stocks, learn about technical indicators, learn about um, stock analysis, stuff like that. So index funds are a great, great way to get started with investing and get those gears turning about getting exposure to the stock market. So if you guys enjoyed this video, please do leave a like and consider subscribing to the channel, clicking on that bell icon to be notified of any future videos that I put out. And please share this with a friend so that they can learn how to get their money working for them, get their first thousand dollars invested into some index funds, which are gonna give you some great returns over time. As Warren, said, Warren Buffett says, these are the safe haven for retirement. So if you're looking to retire someday, would really recommend checking out index funds because they are a great, great way to get your investing journey started and get you on your way to financial freedom. Thanks for checking out Young Smart Money today, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this clip, this flashback Friday clip. Again, for 200 plus other videos like this, be sure to check out youtube.com slash applecrater. You can also find me on Instagram at applecraterofficial if you wanna get more content that way. Uh, but enjoy your Friday and uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend.